Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going, man? Yo, yo, yo. Happy to be here. Woo, mixing it up, spicy new intro, so much fun, yo, yo, yo. Now, it is a good time to be here as always, a great little escape for the both of us from everything going around to always come in and podcast. We took the week off semi-recently, both missed it though, I will say, that's for sure. So happy to be back yeah. and, uh, and rolling, and we got a fun episode today. Today we are mastering the replicator so we're kind of going into detail on how we would break down using the replicator in certain situations you'll get henry's opinion you'll get my opinion it's going to be kind of some fun and see if we kind of align on how we best think you should use the replicator in your crafting because it's such a big part of apex but before we dive into the show if you want a question answered ask it on our discord channel meant for questions or leave it in the form of a five-star review on apple podcasts also, if you would like, drop us a follow on Twitter, at Kurgudoche and at HP Burson. Links for those are in the description. Sweet. Well, let's dive right into it. So kick it off. Mastering the replicator. Um, kind of it's a common question that we're asked in the podcast environment, in game, but it's also just a game-to-game decision for all players. What do you craft? I think everybody kind of faces this. And the truth is, there are a lot of options, from ammo to armor, attachments to heals, to even, you know, some of the best weapons in the game when they're in that splits rotation. Uncovering the economics of the replicator and maximizing your value, I think, can be a challenge. And I've seen players close to me and random players miss out on kind of necessary value. So kind of today's objective is to lay out our philosophy and see if maybe that helps you make better decisions in game. It's always an interesting thing to break down because is it important is kind of a question that people can ask and fairly. And the truth is that it, it varies game to game. To your point, there's games where we definitely see people miss out on improving their loadout, improving their chances of winning, because of what they choose to replicate. But then there's also times where you go two or three straight days where there's not something valuable in the replicator and it can get ignored pretty easily. So one, I will say there's always value to be had, but two, understanding your day-by-day basis is going to be pretty key for making the most of this uh, at a macro level. And it does fluctuate a lot, how you mentioned. Um, but I think it's also important to like accept that it really is important to have this knowledge base because although we have said in the past loot boxes not buildings <laughs> you there is so much power in the replicator that ignoring it completely or not having the knowledge to make good decisions quickly can not only get you killed because of that kind of indecision but you're going to be at a disadvantage because teams that are replicating versus teams that aren't, I don't know. In a BR, I think the team that's replicating is probably going to come out on top more often than not. Hey, we said loot boxes, not buildings. That saying came out before the replicator came out. So 
It did. We got maybe there's an adjustment to be made. We'll we'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that we'll talk about later on here is, and this partially inspired the topic of this episode, is I have publicly shamed those who purchased the purple backpack. Um, and I would like to think this is controversial, but in reality, it just seems like everyone else disagrees and I'm the only one. So we'll get into that. Um, how we're going to be breaking this down is we're going to have a few different scenarios. So from game to game, you can get different loot on the drop. You can have a different amount of crafting materials. And so we're going to lay out at least three different scenarios and a bonus, uh, <laughs> perhaps. We'll see how things go um, and kind of figure out, okay, what do you craft in this situation? Um, we're also acting under the assumption that you are dropping on a location with a replicator. You're looting the POI, then crafting, um, although there are ample opportunities to rotate and craft replicators dropping from the sky later in the game mm -hmm. like you could craft as much as your heart you know <laughs> demands but we're kind of assuming that this is an early craft um and then we're also going to assume that the daily rotations in the replicator are a purple light mag and a standard stock one of the more popular rotations uh that are going to impact your your decisions so any other disclaimers warnings I, yeah i know i think you covered the disclaimer as well and we'll probably dive into like examples of specific disclaimers when we talk about scenarios and examples and later on when we kind of look at priorities and such so no i think overall we're good to go the replicator is a really interesting component that's been added into apex legends and to the point at the top of the show understanding it is Another tool that you should add into your tool belt uh, and makes it a little bit easier to play Apex Legends. Totally. All right. Without further ado, let's dive in. Scenario one. All right. You land in a POI. You pick up blue armor, R301, a Volt, and a common backpack. And you have all the crafting materials because your team is gathering it up for you and you have 100 crafting. Ooh. What do you do? With that, a couple options just to kind of stimulate the discussion here. Like, how much, how far could you stretch 100 crafting? First option, super easy. You could throw that all in, do two upgrades of armor for the full 100 and get purple armor. Mm -hmm. That's option one. You could get a light mag for 35, two bats for a combined 40, and a standard stock for 25 and fill the full 100 maximize you know the, the points spent you could also throw on your armor once you that would you know put you 150 evo away from purple and get a light mag or one bat you know you wouldn't necessarily be maximizing but you could do one of the two you could get a lot of ammo you can get 120 ammo for each gun for 40 mm -hmm. a light mag for 35 and a bat or another option is you get a purple backpack for 75 and one battery for 20. So there's a ton of options and the list goes on and on. But <laughs> are there any options out of this list or outside of this list that 
are going to be your go-to in this situation? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I was going to say, dude, how do we want to break this down? Do we want to like one, two, three and say our option? Uh, but no, I can, I can just kick it off and go for it. And I'll, I'll walk through, how about this? I'll walk through my perspective on why I would go with each or why I wouldn't go with each option. And then you can contradict me then after the fact and we'll see where we land. So start with that option one, upgrade an armor times two for purple. If you got fully kitted attachments and there's nothing else you can do and you're set on bats, upgrading armor is always a solid option. But specifically for that blue to purple jump, the damage required to do it isn't outlandish. And so I don't do this move often. I say, I'm going to get that damage myself rather than kind of try and build it through the crafter. Yeah. More of a late game decision. Late late game or just hot zone and you're blessed with loot kind of thing. Like, yeah. Totally. Option two. And I'll say right off the bat, it's going to be my favorite and pun intended with the battery. Uh, And that's because light mag. If there's a mag in the crafter and you need it for your gun, which is your main gun most of the time, I am doing whatever I can to craft said mag. It's the only way to get it in the game outside of killing somebody else that crafted. And I love bats. The stock is a free bonus for me. Like a light mag and two bats is a great replicate for me. Throwing the stock, call the win. I think getting the mag on your gun is an absolute necessity to winning games. And I don't even think that's optional, to say the least. Option three, you bundle a little bit of that. You get your armor, you get your mag, you get your bat. Come back to the same thing. Upgrading armor for me from blue to try and get closer to purple is not the biggest deal. I'd rather take my stock and the extra bat and keep on rolling. Um, option four, it could could happen. Grab an ammo, a light mag, and a bat. That just kind of depends on how much you've looted. Like this is something I'll definitely do though if I feel I'm short on light ammo or short on you know energy ammo in the situation with running the R3 one in the vault. And then purple bag and bat. I know you said you're the one that shames everybody. I'm not by any means the big purple bag advocate. I am more than you by default. Um, I only will even consider crafting a purple bag though if I already have armor, already have solid attachments, already have a couple bats, and I have no bag, or I'm flushed with crafting and I have a common bag. Otherwise, I'm never crafting a purple bag just in terms of resource use. So that's my quick breakdown through the list, which that was not so quick. So where do you maybe defer from me or agree? Happily, go ahead. Yeah. Sounded like you kind of leaned towards the light mag and two bats. Yeah, that's Um, option two is my favorite. That's for sure. You know, if you had 100 crafting, you could also get the stock. But like you, I'm not going to prioritize the purple stock. So how this kind of breaks down for me in game is rare do you really sit at a crafter as one out of three people and take up four slots. So you kind of get your three max. And so I kind of think in this situation, you're not even spending the 100 most of the time and you're just doing a light mag and two bats. Um, I think that's kind of the go-to. Yeah. Um, Let's go to scenario two. Sure. Slightly different. You drop at a POI. You loot up. You don't get armor. So you have common armor, but you still have an R301, a Volt. This time you have a blue bag, and you have all the crafting material canisters. So you're still going to have 100 crafting. Mm -hmm. What do you do 
in that situation? It's an interesting one. This is this is the one I will say right off the bat. The first thing you got to notice on your difference is the armor and the bag. Blue bag, you're set. You can go end game with a blue bag. Purple bag is a luxury that you do not need. Common armor is a very tough situation to be in. You do not want to be there. And there's kind of two lines of thinking with this. And I'll be honest with you, I think you're going to be more set in stone than I am on this one. I kind of go back and forth sometimes. And it does depend on my loot a little bit. If I have no bats, I do sometimes get intimidated by upgrading the armor and not getting a bat. Because like I said, a light mag is a necessity. That has to happen. I have to get my mag. There's no other option around that. So if I can do a mag and armor, that's great because I can get to blue. But what's the point of having blue armor if I don't have bats sometimes? That's kind of something I will talk myself into, especially because going from common to blue is so easy from a damage perspective. But a little like an R31 and a Volt, not like a super close range. If you had a sniper, then I would probably say, keep your common, grab your bats, upgrade it real quick. But with an R31 and a Volt, I totally understand. And a lot of the time, we'll just upgrade my armor, grab the mag, and not risk going into a fight without blue armor, which can put you at such a disadvantage. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think we see eye to eye for the most part. Um, I am probably always going to upgrade the armor Mm -hmm. in this situation. And that's totally fair. I do know it's only 150 damage to go from common to blue. But since we we play a majority of our games in ranked, I don't think it's worth the risk. Um, And so... You know, I would always do the armor in this situation, and I would always do the light mag. If the light mag or a good attachment wasn't in the replicator, I would probably go with bats. Easily, then. yeah. But I would sacrifice bats for the light mag and make sure I do the armor. Um, but to kind of go back to scenario one and here at scenario two, armor. Yes, it's not that much damage to go from common to blue. Mm -hmm. But if you get ambushed, you have no chance. Mm -hmm. Like, if they shoot first, it doesn't matter even what armor they have. Mm -hmm. You die so fast with common that I don't think it's worth the risk. I will, from time to time, as a pretty big fan of the replicator, even upgrade, even if it doesn't, evolve my armor so i'll do the Mm -hmm. the one upgrade on top of blue to get 150 from purple and the reason being just so like it's it's maybe this doesn't check out logically but (laughs) my perspective is what's the best way to level up your armor take your enemy's armor so kill them grab their armor swap that's the best way Mm -hmm. like that that is what it is. But if I'm in a lull and my rotation, I'm not hearing gunshots. I have the materials. I'm at a crafter. I already have the magazines. I already have the bats. I'm going to throw in my armor as the extra 50 because I can probably do 150 damage from a distance before I even engage. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like 
that kind of advancing into an enemy, doing the 150, hitting one cell to get to purple before fully committing close quarters. Yeah. That's really good. And that's like, the same I line like of that. thinking while I'm cool going gray to blue yeah. as well. Because 150 at a distance isn't, yeah. I don't think it's that, that hard to say the least, I guess. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. I think. But there is a higher risk. Both of them I are I totally weird. hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So the, there's big risk walking around with common yeah. in a diamond ranked game. Yeah. Like it gets risky. But, you know, there's also a risk in sitting out a replicator and, you know, putting 50 materials into armor mm-hmm. when is that absolutely necessary? Maybe not. But there's a big difference between 150 damage and 300 damage. Mm-hmm. You might get through a fight, and if your team is locked in, doing 300 damage in one fight, that's really good. Yeah. You know, like, you're, you're, that's solid output. So you might not level up to purple in time to even fully heal it. Yeah, totally. And charge it up. Totally. So I will toss it in from time to time. It's not going to be the number one priority, but I will do it. Well, I, and I think your point of saying, like, if you have extra, tossing it in, Yes, 100%. That's always the case. To just talk general strategy for a second here, we are boxing ourselves into scenarios, but I don't want to step away from the fact that there's a lot more that goes on in Apex and a Battle Royale. Henry hates dropping on pills. Like, yep, absolutely. I happily will drop on pills for the crafting because if I open all the pills in a POI, I don't have to make these tough decisions anymore because I can walk out with the 120, the 125, the 130 even at times. And so I just want to throw that note around of like, especially if you're uncontested, being the person on your team to say like, you know what, you guys take the buildings. I'm going to grab these six bins that are on the bridge at Divide. Like it's a nice little boost in strategy right there. And just in terms of looting. And I will also say it's a team game. In our situations in scenario one and two, if we're trying to decide between armor and bat and mags, which are kind of like our core three, and we want to get all three of them, and I'm making the argument for saying, well, you can risk it with light or with the common versus blue, and Henry's saying, I can't risk it, but I need bat, or but I won't have bats. What's the What are the odds that everyone on your team is running light ammo and is everyone's going to need a light mag? If you're working with your team the most effective thing is everyone that needs a mag should have a mag, everyone that should have blue armor, and everyone should have batteries. So while you say in your example, if you have extra, you throw it in, well, also make sure your teammate doesn't need the upgrade themselves or doesn't need a bat or doesn't need a mag because yeah. working together with 300 crafting to accomplish a goal of a team will get you a lot more set up than just kind of... And this is not something you can do solo easily. I, I do want to throw that it's in there, obviously. But it takes communication, yeah. but you can definitely get a lot out of the replicator when you're working as a team. Yeah. And sharing the wealth and you know, replicating as a team is really smart. Less important though, as it has been in previous seasons. Now that yes. like the the material canisters share, it's a lot less of a concern, to be honest, like game to game, even when you're playing with a team. So I definitely agree. But most people, they should have a lot of materials nowadays. And I'm saying so, everyone having a lot. Like, yeah. if you're and in this you situation where you're deciding between do I want armor or do I want two bats, and your teammate has armor or your teammate doesn't need a light mag, 
there you go. Problem solved because now you're in a place where you can get both because your teammate's a very kind, generous Apex player like every random you've ever played with and they'll do anything for you if you need it. That's right. <laughs> Let's get into the last uh, official scenario. Sure. So scenario three, you drop, you get purple armor. You get pretty lucky. Purple armor, R301 with a blue mag and a volt, but a common bag. Ooh. You're still getting 100 crafting here. What do you do? I'm going to throw this one to you right now because yeah. I see some options off here. So I want to I hear yeah, your thoughts. So, <laughs> you know, I think with all three of their scenarios, I have seen players craft the purple bag. Yeah. And I think that it's a mistake in the first two. Um, if you have a blue bag, you definitely don't need it. Mm -hmm. And if you only have a common bag, you can make a lot happen with a common bag. Mm -hmm. Like I included a picture in here uh, for you, Shay, on our show docs. Mm -hmm. um, a common backpack is 12 slots. Yeah. If you're running R301, Mastiff, R301, Wingman, mm -hmm. you're able to have four stacks of light ammo, two stacks of sniper or shotgun ammo, mm -hmm. and then two stacks of bats, so four bats, two med kits, eight cells, and a grenade, mm -hmm. or syringes. What more do you want? Yeah. Like, that is a ton. You, like, if you are not working with two fully automatic guns, yeah, that's the point. You really don't even need more than a common mag. Mm -hmm. So, I kind of like to keep that in mind because I think a lot of people feel like, oh, I couldn't possibly function without a common or with anything less than a blue or a purple backpack. And you really can. And even to stretch it further, even if you're doing like flatline Volt or R301 car, do you really need 240 ammo? Per gun, I do probably not. I, probably I shoot not. A lot of even shots. if you're, <laughs> no, even if you kidding. love the G7, even if you love snipers, you use so much less ammo than you think you do. Yep. And this is coming from somebody where, if I'm using the Sentinel or the longbow, I want three or even four stacks of ammo, which is way too much. That's why I try to play Loba mm -hmm, or have a Loba mm -hmm. because I get nervous about ammo. But the reality is a common bag is so much mm -hmm. nowadays. Um, but scenario three, yeah, if you already have a blue uh, light mag for your R301, you already have purple armor, you have 100 crafting, this is definitely a situation where you could craft a purple backpack and a bat. Now, I can tell you, so far this season, I've been tracking my crafting habits. I have only done this once this whole season mm -hmm. where the purple bag was in the crafter and I dropped and I got purple. I got a mag. There was really nothing else for me to get, so I did it. But it's really like a, a last resort in my mind. It's funny because I'm the purple bag fan. I look at this scenario. I'm never crafting the purple bag. I need right, my so what's I need my purple mag. Like my I need yeah. my purple mag. And it's not even always because of the fact that like blue versus purple is a big difference, but I can only get purple out of the replicator. This might be my only mm -hmm. chance in the game. So I'm getting the mag. To my point earlier, 
I like to up my replication by or my replicator credits by grabbing a pill or two. All it takes is two pills, and then you can afford your bag and your mag, which I think is then a strong option to take because you don't have to take a loss in anywhere outside of the bats. But now you then have like room to carry bats, cells, whatever you find along the way. But assuming I can't find any pills, um, I'm crafting bats and a mag. And maybe a stock yeah. in there as well. And it's just, it, it just, I love the blue mag. It's awesome. It's great. But that blue mag, maybe that goes to a teammate that is not the brightest and crafted a purple backpack. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, or you say you want to swap your volt to something else at the next POI you run into. So you could even carry the blue mag for a rotation if need be, if you don't have a nade or something like that. So, yeah. and, and I am the proponent of the purple bag. I am the guy that likes to have 360 light ammo because I like using the R301 with a 3X and just spraying as much as humanly possible. But your point is 100% correct in that if you're playing fully auto with something else and not fully auto, fully auto, you can very much get by without a purple bag uh, and definitely live. There will be the game or two occasionally where it's like, oh, shoot, I'm out of ammo. But I would consider that one an anomaly rather than kind of the norm yeah. to go into. So, And the whole like economics of ammo, in theory, you use ammo to get kills. And kills equal loot. Yeah. So the cycle of ammo, just it should happen. If you're burning through two, three hundred light rounds without getting more, mm -hmm. I don't want to say there's a problem with that. But I will say that's extremely rare. Like that doesn't really make sense. You're not even necessarily playing wrong, even though maybe you're missing way mm -hmm. too many shots. That really shouldn't happen because the cycle of loot in a BR is like kills equal loot. I, so I, if you're using ammo to get kills, you should get loot. I think there's a niche for it still, though. I, I will say, I think when you're in the high levels of ranked and you're holding power positions, and you don't want people coming towards you or you're trying to snag a kill on another fight, if your R301 is your main gun at long range, I think there's people, and there's a. this is why you go single fire, this is why you use your anvil, or this is why you don't have the R301 beer. Like There's ways to get around this, but I think there's situations yeah. where people will get into where it's like, hey, there's a fight 80 meters away, we're in a good spot, cool, I just got a knock, oh, I got a kill, that took a lot of ammo because I was putting in a lot of bullets. Oh, it's not safe to go over there. We can't cross this little zone with 11 teams left. So I do think there's kind of like in those high-ranked lobby situations where you run into this yeah. and where animal conservation becomes more of a skill than anything else. Um, but to your point, like for 95, 96% of the player base, it's that loot cycle is 100% going to be true uh, every time you play. Yeah. Yeah. And I think being aware of that that like what that knowledge gives you is a faster place of play. Yeah. Like if you know, okay, I don't need to keep looting until I have 240 in both guns, or I don't need to stop at a replicator on the way to the the ring to get more ammo, mm -hmm. that means you're gonna get more kills. This means you're gonna get to you know positioning faster that gets you closer to a dub or better placement. So I think it's pretty important knowledge. Um I think that in this scenario three, crafting the purple bag is going to be rare for me too. I will agree with you that in the case of the light mag, I will 
go against logic and pretty much go purple, even though I have blue. Yeah. Like I will definitely do that. Um, I will also say that when there's a light mag in the crafter, the whole squad's running light mag. So in this scenario where you already have armor, it could be very smart to go light mag for 35, one or two bats for 20 to 40, and then do some ammo as well. If you're running three R301s on the squad, ammo could become a concern in one of your three or four yeah. kind of replicating slots. So That's why it's not allowed on my team. No three yeah. R301, three stacks. I need too much ammo to be able to play effectively. Uh, yeah. This video game. <laughs> We don't, we just pump Shay full of ammo and then we get the dub. Um, but those were some very similar but nuanced scenarios. I think those, there was a lot of good advice in there. To kind of summarize it in the priorities from a generalist standpoint, it seems like priority number one is typically armor, followed closely, if not tied, with mags, maybe shotgun bolts. Like a uh, magazine is a shotgun bolt, yeah. kind of in where it falls in. But are you going to spend the materials on a bolt? Is it relatively niche play style using a shotgun? Yeah. So, you know, it fits there, but are you going to do it? You're probably also having a fully automatic gun, but it's a daily replicator sort of thing. So, number one, armor followed closely, if not tied, by the mag or the bolt then bats, then probably, I would say ammo, but we can debate that, and then it's going equipment. No, ammo's more important. Yeah, It is. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot goes into the equipments. That's your knockdown, that's your uh, mobile respawn, that's your uh, helmets and backpacks. But uh, I think that's kind of the order of priority in most situations. If you can check those boxes from top to bottom, Yeah. You know, that next thing on the list is what you should craft. Yeah, I agree. And there's so much case by case basis with this as we kind of went over in the scenarios and such. I mean, it's like if I was tier listing it, it'd be like armor and mags and S tier, bolts and mm-hmm. bats and A tier. And then I would probably put ammo and equipment and B tier like together. Like that's how close they are. It just comes down to what do you need in your game. So yeah. I think if you can kind of group them in your head in that way, shape, or form, you're going to have success. Let's talk about exceptions yeah. to this. Always exceptions. Um, <laughs> and then some things that maybe you'd never craft. Um, the first exception, which comes to mind, is Newcastle must every single time it's in the weekly rotation yeah. craft a purple knockdown shield. Immediately, it doesn't matter. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Yeah, definitely. It's it's part of the power of his abilities. You have to give yeah. the best chance you possibly can. And if you're a teammate, craft it for him because it's only going to benefit you. It'd be like, nice. Yeah, between yeah. the three of you, you got to figure out a way to get that purple knockdown uh, onto a Newcastle. Yeah, I'm personally not the biggest fan of the fact that. Newcastle does have to do this in order to have a viable passive um, because it, it does sacrifice potentially mags, potentially bats, potentially ammo. You know, like you are giving up something, but 
you have to do it. So I think that's an exception. The other thing is mobile respawn beacon. Mm -hmm. When it's in the replicator, do you craft that, you know, in these situations where you drop, you loot, you replicate? Is that something on the list? Not on drop and loot, I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, I, I'll it probably is mid-game it on a rotation and I grab extra crafting and to your point of having extra, but I probably will grab a uh, just a little 150 on my armor instead over with that 50. Yeah. So it's like it sucks because it's you don't want to be in the situation where you need to craft and respawn because teammates are dead because it's just pretty hard to pull that combo off. But you also just don't want to really proactively put that aside. There are situations you're going to go through the never craft list, and I'm going to talk about why some of these like there's always there's always a situation to craft everything, and that situation is just that you're looted. So like if you're looted, my thought process is. Well, get what you need or get what can give you an upgrade in the replicator outside of just running past it if the game's slow, unless you're rushing to get from point A to point B. So for me, the respawn, mobile respawn does fit into that, uh, that, that category. Yeah, I think the mobile respawn being 50 materials is just so expensive. I wish it was 20. That, yeah, if it was 20, it'd be easy to just kind of fill out your, your last 20 yeah. right there. You could get a mag, two bats, and a mobile respawn would be easier. But yeah. since it's so expensive, I think you craft it when you need it. And that's not ideal mm -hmm. because you are putting yourself in a vulnerable position, but it's kind of what makes sense, especially when the daily rotations are good. Um, never craft. Maybe controversial. <laughs> we'll see what Shay says. But I think you never craft a stock whether it's standard or sniper, you never craft a 4 to 8 variable optic. This is a controversial one. Never craft a laser sight. I don't think it's a, a valuable attachment. Never craft a skull piercer and never craft a purple helmet. A lot of, I see people craft all these items on a regular basis, and I do not think they are an efficient use of your crafting. There are so many other things that. I view as more valuable and a higher priority. I mean, it, it's about priorities. That's my thing. I don't want to ever put yeah. anything on the never craft list, but it's just the it's the low priority list. You don't need a laser sight to be successful. You don't need a purple helmet to be successful. You don't need a skull piercer to be successful. Those are luxuries that you can have. I'll craft these over throwing fifty more on my armor from go from purple to red, like. If I if I need them, like that's kind of the situation I'm in, or it's like I got really looted off drop, and my teammates don't even need anything else, and we're really set on bats. Then I'll grab a skull piercer. Then I'll grab a purple helmet. Then I'll grab a laser sight. But I don't see these in the crafting rotation and say, "Oh, I need to go get these for my loadout." Yeah. And skull piercer is probably the hottest take of all of these. But we've done the skull piercer breakdown in depth before. Biggest advantage of the skull piercer is the deadly audio fear that you strike into the heart of everybody else. So, <laughs> yeah, how much is that worth? Yeah. Is it 45 materials? Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, you know, never is an extreme. You know, we shouldn't be the Sith and deal in extremes, but we are. The only deal in absolutes. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. But 
the reason why I do say never is in those amazing scenarios where you're fully kitted, you got everything else. If you have it that good, if you got purple armor, purple mags, mm-hmm. you're you got all the bats your heart desires, you got all the ammo. It's not time to replicate. It's time to kill. It's time <laughs> to win. It is not time to sit there and craft a laser sight. Like I don't think I think then it's less of, oh, what do I want to spend my crafting on? And more of I need to rotate and I need to chase for kills because you're in such a good hey. situation. Let the people that are dead give you the laser sight. They're gonna craft it. Okay, but you're in such an advantage that I say it's more worthwhile to just push. I think the the other thing I will throw on to this, because I, I agree with you for the most part, I will say the differentiator I'll have on this is what loot do you have? Because like we talked about on a really recent episode, it's like, well, purple laser sight's nothing extreme. It doesn't really do much. But you kind of notice it if you're going from nothing or common to purple. So like, are you jumping blue is a question I'll ask. If you're going from a common helmet to a purple helmet, well, then maybe there's some value in it. If you're going from no laser sight to laser sight, then maybe you notice that a little bit more and there's more value added. But to your point, it's like, even if you're slightly looted, even if you're feeling confident, the game rotation priority is number one over these kind of more oddball items to craft you know i don't want to say the stars have to align because there's plenty of games i run where i don't have a laser sight and you know if i had crafting i'll grab one real quick but for the most part it's just like it's not in the game plan and that's that's the key with the replicator what's your game plan and how are you making the most out of it so that's my thoughts on that one i tried to be as contradictory to you as possible because everybody likes it when we disagree on things now so you did good (laughs) Um, before we wrap, let's hit on with the bonus scenario, yep. um, because there's different types of opportunities for a replicator. Let's say teammate goes down, you're able to bring them back. So you respawn a teammate and it's round three, <laughs> effectively late game. Yeah. What do you craft? And because it's late game, you can't just sit at a replicator. Mm-hmm. So you can only craft two items. Yeah. Do you try to get them blue armor? Do you try to get them now a car or a G7? So craft a weapon. Do you get them bats? Do you get ammo and drop them a weapon? What's kind of the move in that late game crafting? Yeah, the, the late game crafting is always a tough situation to be in. Um, I'm all, you got to craft a weapon. That's kind of my proponent. You can drop one. It just puts you such a back foot if you have to drop a weapon for somebody. So I, I think crafting a car... Or an SMG, or sorry, a car or a G7 is a great option. There's an argument to be had as well that if you craft the G7, well, then maybe you should just craft the car also, and they can get the blue armor with the G7 in the late game. It's a risky move, but you're already in a risky situation. Um, But that's kind of like my mind of thing is like, I'm going G7, and do I go G7 in car, or do I go G7 in armor? Because maybe I can go G7 car and ammo, which is a nice thing to do. That's a nice little three combo right there. And you're running the risk of not having armor, but you're already in a bad situation. Um, I'm probably not actually crafting bats because I'm optimistic that I will, as a teammate, be able to provide bats for my own inventory in this dire situation. 
and it's late game, so the number of bats you need is probably not as much as you know early game. So that's I think I really give a really complicated answer in that one. But tell me what you're kind no, of thinking. It sounds like you're you're definitely shooting for a weapon then. A weapon isn't priority number one. Yeah, for me, definitely. Yeah. I would say my priority is probably getting the armor. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's think fair. This late into the game, got to get the armor. And if I'm kind of reading into the scenario a little bit, if it's late game, you're already down a teammate, you probably don't have a lot of bats as a team. So I'm probably doing armor and a bat or two bats and then dropping a weapon oh, for them man. at that point. I couldn't um, do that. I'd kill them. I'd die. <laughs> it's not ideal, but you know, a bear G7, trash. Yeah. A, a bear car, not good. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just feel like, and even we've had success late games crafting a Spitfire or a PK, mm-hmm. but you need attachments in the late game. Yeah. And especially when all the other teams have purple armor, yeah. it's like, I just feel like you're in a bad situation. It's probably the best thing you could do is to go down to one weapon per person and at least have your, your armor covered. Yeah. I guess I'm on the plan defense. Like I think the weapon swap is so important and to be able to survive in combat. I'd rather have one fully kitted person and someone that can do what they can slash act as bait than have two yeah. people that are now not as prolific and need to play perfect. But it's just that's just like a that's just an opinion thing on our end between the two of us on that. I think you can really go yeah. either way. Like I, I wouldn't fault somebody for I wouldn't fault you for running said scenario by any means. So yeah, I mean I think I think it kind of, it, I think it boils down to that, like offense versus defense. Well, so yeah. You craft an armor or you craft in a gun. Yeah. Like And it depends what you have as the loadout as well. Are you the person crafting and you have a long range weapon and something else? Because if you do, then you can say, Hey, give me your common armor real quick. Let me get this blue and then give it back to you. Or is this person scrounging out of a fight with whatever they have left and they have a flat line and an alternator? And then you're that that's not a loadout you're gonna have be able to get 150 damage on for a teammate, or they're gonna be able to, you know, with a G7 with no uh, attachment, if you don't have anything to give them, be able to get that damage real quick. So I think there's a lot more variables that go into the late game on your decision. And so being flexible in it, I just, yeah, I, I always think it's hard to go down a weapon entirely. I would rather have them craft a weapon and give them pieces of my second weapon to get their weapon to be more usable than just outright give them, or, or maybe give them a weapon and craft or take the other one for myself, essentially, is kind of the other thing. Sure. So, yeah, I don't know. I think you can go a couple ways, though, with it. <laughs> That's a bonus right there. That's a bonus. It's a fun scenario. What What are your closing thoughts? I didn't realize how long we could talk about the replicator for. We always blow ourselves away yeah. on time. I'm glad I almost put a time limit on us at the beginning of the show and the intro. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad too, but we're working on it. <laughs> I, I think the takeaways are use the replicator. Yeah. Like really study it and figure out what is the order of operations for you and your play style. Um, don't go beyond four bats. Don't get you know carried away. One track mind, bat life. Um, and yeah, I think looking at the replicator every single time you log on, really key. Just to figure out what sort of loadouts do you want to use? Because there are situations where 
the the three X is in there, yeah. and that yeah. affects the weapons that I want to use, or you know, the double taps in there mm-hmm. that that could affect things. So I think the replicator, whether you like it or not, is in such an impactful state that you cannot avoid it. If you're avoiding it, you're losing out. And the counter argument is, oh, Henry and Shay, if the replicator is so good, I'm better. I'm just going to kill the teams that replicate and they're going to replicate for me. Yeah, that's just kind of how the BR works. But there's so much crafting material, Mm -hmm. so many replicators, so many things to craft that there's really no reason you shouldn't. You know, why go into a situation where you don't know how good the enemy is? You don't know, you know, what they have. Don't bank on the fact that other people will replicate for you when it's really easy to replicate. So uh, that's my closing thought. No, I think that's very fair. That the calls all just go the high level and say it's not a hard thing to do and it gives you a nice advantage in the game. Yeah. We talk about how very few times we've died off a replicator because we've gotten beamed. Yeah. Like it just rarely ever happens. Probably the in most frustrating seasons. thing in the game when it does happen, but mm-hmm. it's so rare that you live with the ones where it does. So yeah, overall it's a it's a great tool added into Apex Legends and something to take advantage of. So that's gonna wrap up the episode. Thank you so much to our producer of the third party 10 who supports us over on Patreon. Hit the plus on Apple, give us a follow on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to the third party podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.